to the comic book rundown. Welcome back to the Comic Book Rundown. I'm your host, Joe, and with me today, Booker Hook Run. Hey, everybody. We are on the third issue of this revival story arc. If you want to check out our previous covers, check out our last two episodes. That was fun. <laughs> um, so we've got Martha and Dana uh, in Martha's dorm room, and she's just grabbing a bunch of her clothes. I don't think she is staying there anymore. No, I, I think I, she's I actually think she's picking stuff up so she can go back. Back to her dad's. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's, we're not really sure, but Dana's there, like, off-duty, uh, talking to Martha, and... Um, but, uh... Okay, so, but Dana's just like, hey, we need to focus on, you know, focus him. on you for a yeah, second, we because... Need, we need, I need information, I need as much information as you can give me, I need everything that you remembered. Yeah. Because and, every little thing could be an important clue. And Martha's like, well, I don't know, I'm not really sleeping, is that, could that be something? I just, I don't really remember anything before the last couple of days. Like, everything is just kind of a blur. And Dana is getting, like, questioning everything as she looks over and, and sees her old jacket and all the blood that's on it. And she's like, what the hell? Like, what, what? Okay, well, tell me about the restaurant. What happened at the restaurant? And Emma's just like, you know, the lady had it coming. I'm like, are you sure you didn't do anything to her? I broke her fist with my face. <laughs> <laughs> but... Then M, uh, Martha is just like, yeah, but, you know, she hit me all whatever, but she didn't leave Mark, see? That's not the point, Martha. <laughs> it's like, you shouldn't be going. Like, this shouldn't be happening. Um, But then she gets a call from... Um, her dad. From Wayne. And it's like, hey, you, we have to... We got to talk, you know, in person. I, I, got, I got somebody you need to meet. We jump to, what's this, Showfield Cafe. Yeah. And May is meeting with a Mrs. Vang. Vang? Vang? Yeah, Vang. Vang. Little Hmong woman. And she she's Mrs. Vang. A fiery is, little thing. She is. I like her. She's kind of fun. Uh, and she's she is like oh don't you, like tell the waitress like oh don't you know who this is this is the this, first this one is the, this is the world famous reporter you yeah know? she was there when the revivers happened she reported it she's the she's a like a hero of and, our people kind and of as thing. she's saying this and May's like you know oh you know that's not oh we we start hearing some uh, limp biscuit blaring out from uh, Bud Light Exorcist's pocket yep because he did it all for the nookie um, no I don't know, I don't know so we, you could take that cookie. Yeah, because there's actually stay that part. Oh yeah, no, it does stay that part. Okay. We should we should probably um, not talk about this though because I know that uh, Fred Durst does uh, work for uh, one of our friends' uh, podcasts. No, they let him go. Remember? Oh, that's right. Yeah, he hasn't oh, worked for them in a piece of shit. long time. But I always hated Fred Durst the most. No, really? <laughs> no, not really. I just wanted to say that. That's fair. Uh, and and May obviously hearing this, she gives um, Bud Light excess like side eye for a hot second, like. God, what kind of douche would have Lib Biscuit as their ringtone? Um, and he, you know, he answers his phone call, and apparently there's a case that somebody's has for him. 
I don't know if that's going to come back. And and his name is Mr. Abel. But yeah, we saw that before. The Bud Light Exorcist. Yeah, they saw that. They actually oh, named it before. Yeah, oh, okay. I, I said even... that, and See, you just went on with the Bud Light Exorcist. I didn't even see that or hear you say that. Because, that's fine. Uh, as soon as he said Bud Light, I was like, yep, he's the Bud Light Exorcist. Okay. Because it sounds um, better than the Miller Exorcist. The <laughs> Miller Exorcist sounds like you're exercising Millers, and that just seems weird. That's fair. Um, I'm going to exercise this Bud Light right out of that can. <laughs> that's possible, too. So, they go out, uh, May and Mrs. Vang go, goes out, they go to leave, and apparently Mrs. Vang's car has a flat tire. Weird, huh? So you think that was actually done on purpose? Uh-huh. Yes, I do. Okay. Because I, I wasn't going to say yes initially, but the fact that... Hey, but my uh, it just happens that I'm also a certified mechanic as well as a uh, yeah. exorcist and a uh, chauvinist and oh, well, and it it that's one thing I was asking because we saw him come in on a snowmobile before. Yep, and we see a tow truck right here, yep. so I could believe that he was a certified ex or <laughs> certified exorcist, a certified mechanic. Like that story tracks. I'm not saying he can't be an exorcist either, I'm but not saying he can't just go out and buy a, a tow truck. That's that's true too, but he offers to change the tire for Mrs. Vang. Yeah, for nothing. Yeah, for nothing, because he's Just there. Doing my job. Uh, but May has got to go, and she's gonna gonna go meet with her later on. Later on, because she had the whole reason Mrs. Vang got a hold of May is she had something to show Some information her. to share. Yeah, her. yeah. So back at the police department, Dana is meeting with her dad with Wayne, um, and. They've got a meeting set up with this guy named Ibrahim, yeah. who she's never met before and Ever. definitely was not about to fuck in a car. Nope, in not the at all. In a lot of the pump house. Pulp. House. Pulp, yeah. That's pump house. Although, it was already, <laughs> it was already pump house. the pump house. <laughs> so at there, least two. Well, yeah, I'm sure it's probably been the pump house a few different times. No, no, I meant like two pumps. <laughs> Jesus. Um, so... Hey, person I've never met before. Don't tell my dad we almost fucked. Hi, how it's nice to meet you. I, okay, we'll go with that. But they're talking about the case. Talk about um, what's her name, uh, Arlene Dittman, and how she came back like twice. Yeah, like this kind of gave a wealth of information. Is what Ibrahim saying is, it's all the, these revivers. It's it's noticeable that it was just it's set to just these certain people. Yeah, it's because, not like it's continuing because um, uh, uh, we'll see that Terry it, died and um, uh, we see it in the next issue. No, it is this issue. Well, because we're talking because Terry gets killed. Yeah, in the first, but issue, she's not. She hasn't come back yet. Exactly, because we actually do see the funeral later yeah. on, and we'll get to that in a in a minute. But there, uh, um, Wayne's just like, all right, I want you guys working closely on this case. And oh, we have another case though. Yeah. So it's up in the the rich people's yeah, area on the basically. hill, on the top of the hill. I think is what they said or something like that. And uh, then uh, Dana and Ibrahim are in the car, and he's like, "So uh, remember the last time we were in a car together?" And she's like, "Look, listen, dude, you're not gonna get fucked. We are not having sex. The last time was just an accident. I just needed to have you know my uh, uh, system checked out, and uh, that didn't work out. So fuck off." And he's like, oh, um, I was actually just going to ask you if you wanted a coffee, but. Um. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. It, it, he, she's. Mm, like, okay. she, she jumps his ass and, like. Immediately. Like, he's trying to make conversation. He is yeah, not yeah. bringing up anything 
about that. I think he does he say said, it's, he says it's like my uh, just like Magnum PI, very good. You know, like he was he was just joking around, and she's like, "Look, I'm not gonna fuck you." And he's like, "Uh, I don't know where this came from, but uh, yeah." She's like, "It's not some big cosmic cosmic coincidence that we met the other night, and now we're working on a job together." Like, I don't care. Like, I'm not your slut. Like, dude, like, calm down. He's I'm like, sorry. He's like, we haven't even talked if you like, you know, a uh, you know that kind of kink or not. Yeah. Um. So we're back to the University of Wisconsin. So maybe she didn't move out completely, but. I mean, she still went back to class. Yeah. I don't know. But we're in class with that uh, one. Is it, it this professor? So, so there's this professor. And it's funny because he looks just like the guy that was at the restaurant that she was trying to catch the eye out before she got her face fucked by a fist. Professor Wyman. Weimer? Weimer. Weimer. Yeah. Oh, which is weird because that's also the name of the professor's class that uh, that, she uh, did that writing creative for. writing was turned yeah. for. So he even comes up to her. He's like, hey. That what what you did the other night that was unacceptable. Uh, I thought we talked about this. You know you can't do things like that. Oh, that was it wasn't that bad. I mean, look, no bruises. And she's like, the professor's like, that's not the point. I was out there with my wife. And, and she, oh, so you don't want her to get hurt. You don't care who gets hurt as long as it's not your precious wife getting hurt. Well, as long as it doesn't interfere with your perfect life. Yeah, which is just like, okay. I mean, yeah. you put the piece together. He, he fucked her. He, yeah. Well, Obviously. He had a... I, judging by this, he had a long-running relationship with her. Of course. And she obviously was hurt when she it became like, more of, hey, I gotta go back to my wife. Hey, by the way, that was a bomb. Here's an A for your midterm, but uh, I gotta go back to my wife. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're back at the... Or maybe that conversation never happened. And uh, maybe the reason why she doesn't, uh, you know... Is she is a reviver herself is because somebody tried to get rid of the evidence of their wrongdoing. Hmm. We'll find that on volume two, maybe. Maybe not. We'll see. Um, so we're back to the uh, Stankerwitz farm. And Bob is, you know, saying goodbye to a couple people who uh, came to give their respects. Uh, but he goes out there to feed, out to the barn to feed the cats, the kittens. And oh, that was his uh, parents, by the way. Were they his parents? Yeah. Oh, yeah. There you go, Dad. Yeah. So, um, which is impressive. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, both her, Terry's mom, and both his parents are still alive. Oh, no, no, no. They already Terry, look Terry's like they're in the 60s. Alive. <laughs> yes, but. Twice. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Must, um, they actually must have some good health care in Wisconsin. No, they're still part of the United States. Uh-huh. Actually, no, it is. It's because it's so cold up there, and their bodies just freeze, and they yeah. can last they, longer. They, they, they hibernate. Actually, they're not actually dead or dying. They are. they just didn't realize it just yet. Exactly. Okay, um, but, but yeah, he, he goes up to the barn, sees the blood splatter, and you know starts crying. And but, then we uh, see another weird alien esque. I'm pretty sure creature. it's the same one. I don't know. I think it's the same one. Um. Yeah. So back at the hospital and. This dad is talking to his daughter. Which one's ours? Yeah, that's your or his son. Sorry, talk about his. Hey, there's your little sister, and looks up, and there is Arlene in a sheet, trying yeah. to. Um, yeah, I don't know. With kids, little little newborns. Well, she starts calling them Terry. Yeah, trying to find her daughter. Yeah, she's fucking. She's losing it. I mean, yeah. she's dead twice, but she's losing it. 
Uh, and one of the nurses comes in and tries to like stop her, confront well, her. Does she's like, you can't be here, ma'am. So Terry, uh, um, Arlene, a, Arlene literally just throws the baby, the newborn baby, back into which that's a fucking big newborn baby, by the way. Hold, hold on now. I was like eleven pounds when I was born. That's like a you know five month old baby right there, judging by the size. It's this big. <laughs> It's a chunker. Let's just put it that way. It's a chunker. Even if you were a chunker, I guarantee you weren't, you know. I wasn't that chunker. But, I'll tell you that. And, and I guarantee you weren't, you know, what, 28 inches long? Because your mom would have uh, never had Tommy. Anyway, so we're back to another part of the hospital where it shows that. The, she chewed through her straps. No. Yeah, well, the straps broke. Uh, and the doctor is all, like, complaining, like, where, why wasn't anybody watching her? And the one there's like, yeah, this guy's got a concussion. Yeah. Like, the fuck? And then the, the fucking doctor's like, you fucking amateur. You let some old lady beat you up. So, yeah, he's like, we got an escape patient. Yeah, this is priority number one. Everybody. And uh, all these little red uh, lights start strobing down from the ceiling. Uh, going, bee, bee. No. <laughs> uh, 2319, 2319. <laughs> so, Dana and Abraham are driving through uh, this this settlement. This settlement is the right word. Like a little neighborhood. Um, the Hamong neighborhood. And they're going to the, like we said earlier, the houses on the hills. And there is a, like a nursing home up there. Or yeah, like it's a, an old folks home or something yeah. like that. It's a rehabilitation center, maybe. Maybe. I don't, I don't remember exactly what they say, but he's a psychiatrist of some sort. Isn't yeah, he? we're meeting Justin Hine. Uh, and he even says, like, you know... Not to be confused with Justin Time. Anyway. Um, so he brings him back, and he says... Talks about his dad, how his his dad's one of the revivers, but all he does is just sit on the couch and watch TV. I'm like, oh, we pass him on our way in. Yeah, but, yeah, because he actually shows him. And they go back to his office, and the one of the reports was saying that um, there were some threats against him his and his stepsister. And, uh, also apparently her husband, Rick or something as well. Uh, and he said that it started with some phone calls and then strange messages and photos. Uh, some sent here, some to Jamie, his stepsister. Yeah. And the pictures have them and Judas written. Yeah. I don't get it because maybe maybe she, uh, stabbed somebody in the back. But that's, like, I mean, I get Judas. Like, I get the term Judas. It's somebody who, you know, betrayed somebody to get to a position of power. Or for, you know, a couple bucks. But I want to say um, she's been on the news a lot lately because of... reporter. Yes. But because of this... The Revivers, she, right? Yeah, she's been covering all the Revival stories. Revivers. So how is that being a Judas? I don't know. I guess we'll find out. Well, not this arc. We won't. Yeah. As I said, we will find out eventually. Maybe. I'll find out, and then yeah. I'll decide if we want to keep going. Um, But, you know, because she's a reporter, a news anchor, uh, she, got, she has people that follow her, I think... Um, Justin even says stalkers of sorts. Yeah. Uh, but he also says that it's making her husband nervous. And uh, he says that I'm also starting to get scared. Sorry about that. Uh, well, because he's in some of the pictures that she... That yeah. 
Well, he even said that he's getting some yeah. pictures. So, I, who knows? We have no idea exactly what's going on. Now we're on to... But we also get a, a, the last picture in the old folks' home is the dad crying while he's sitting there watching movies. Yeah, and, yeah, because that's all he does anymore. He just sits yeah. there. That is... He, he does nothing else. Just sits there, movies on, leave it at that. Oh, I bet you... <sighs> so, you know, like shits his pants and stuff. Maybe. I guess that's true. Maybe he, he has to eat, eat to do that. Yeah. And we haven't, haven't had any indication that anybody eats. Yeah. Even Martha Great. wasn't eating. Great. That's true. She was drinking Coca-Cola. Was she? Or, well, some kind of cola. No, because she said, he, uh, keep those colas coming. So she had to have at least already have one. Mm, okay, fair enough. So we get to the funeral. Choi. His name's Choi. Choi. There we go. Again, three issues in, we finally get his name. Yep. Sorry, this is. I like T- Tim Seeley's work. Yeah, but this I've read a, a lot hate, of his work. I hate not this was kind who of annoying. My characters are especially if they're going to keep popping up. Mm-hmm. It's like give me names. Mm-hmm. It's not that hard to just you know name drop. So Troy comes up to to Bob and you know he says he apologized for everything and Bob hugs him. You know, hey, I appreciate you're a really I'm good so guy. Sorry, everything that happened. Yeah, you know? it's exactly. But as <laughs> don't look this, now, mom's got her boobs out showing everybody in town. But then this is again. This is where, this is where we first get Randy's name. Oh yeah, the mortician or the cream cremator, because he is. <laughs> Are like, you sure you're ready for this? And he's like, uh, no, I don't. I no, no, I, I can handle this. It'll be fine. You got this, Randy. You ain't gonna burn anybody alive. You got this. Yeah. Like I'm sorry, but yeah. So Arlene comes walking in straight from the hospital goes walks right up to Terry and is like met like she's confused she's like honey who did this to you and she notices the scar on the neck and then I think I, I feel like she it puts it together yeah but it's also very creepy because as soon as it clicks she turns into like a demon yeah of sorts her eyes go completely white her teeth look like they Grown, grown sharp. longer yeah, and sharper. Longer and sharper. And she rushes out into the the basement, I guess. And Randy is freaking the fuck out again because here comes this dead body, this dead lady, ripping open the door and burning herself alive. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Okay, so it's been a couple of days. So yeah, he yeah. does. Now he's got his robots back. Yeah. So we're yeah we're at the home of uh, Derek. Hinch, who is not Rufus Cooper's dad. Now we can remember his name. Well, you know. Um, and Dana's going to pick Cooper up until she gets a phone call and she's got to go back out. Now, Derek seems pretty cool with all this. I yeah. think he's, it's one of those things where he knows the situation. And this is the kind of relationship that you should have with an ex, especially if you have a kid involved. Agreed. At least they can work together. Correct. So. She, Dana's got to run. Cooper's going to stay with Dad for a little bit longer, which he's fine with. Oh, can't leave him at Grandpa's house because Grandpa doesn't remember his name without his notes. <laughs> um, we're in the Pine Grove Cemetery, which I guess this is where Mrs. Vong lives. Maybe she lives out by it, or maybe like you have to go through. Not well. I. Oh yeah, maybe or close. She might live on like it, the cemetery might be right by the. Yeah. The addition. That is whatever. really weird, though, that it does specifically. Or maybe she, uh, maybe she's like a caretaker or something. 
Oshiba yeah, but there's a the house on the other side. Very other yeah, side. that's so true. I think it's just cemeteries right by yeah. the addition. So why May is walking through the cemetery is very weird. Maybe she was hoping to find more revivers. Again, very weird. Yeah. Um, but there's a little doggy outside the door. That's the other thing. Because they do say how many cases there were in like the beginning. I don't remember the number. Like 12 or something like that. But there's a cemetery full of people. Why was it these certain people that got revived? It's a great question. Maybe it explains in later issues. I don't know. But yeah, so there's this dog that's come yipping up to the door. Hey, May is... he comes arfing up to the door, okay? He's Whatever. An, he's an arf arf, not a yip yip. Okay. It's a wiener dog. So, those are fun. I like those. Um, And May is knocking on the door, and obviously Mrs. Vang isn't answering. But somehow the dog apparently grows opposable thumbs and opens the door for May and goes waltzing in and May follows sees blood on the stairs down into the basement and as she is going to walk down there she trips herself the, well, the, the, she steps on the dog's leash and the dog goes vaulting down the stairs and pulls her foot out from underneath her and she trips herself on the dog leash yeah is what happens well she was never holding the dog leash no but she was holding the dog the leash was on the ground she steps on it. Uh, to stop the dog, yeah. Yeah. Okay, fair. Yep, that was her own damn fault. And then she falls down the rest of the stairs, sees this... What, uh, not idol, this... Um, uh, ritual circle, thank baby. You. This, like, it's like totem ritual thing. Sees Mrs. Vong on the ground bleeding with a rake st- stuck in her back. Yeah. She's still alive. Um... And she is talking about this ghost. I don't know. Uh, but then she hears some lip biscuit. So what I don't understand is um, if May has like some kind of uh, morbid fascination with the dead. Because as uh, she sees Miss Vangling there, she says, oh, uh, I'm coming. Oh, God, I'm She's coming. crawling, you fucker. <laughs> <laughs> That's poor word choices right there, okay? It's the, oh, not the you. It's, I'm, uh, I'm coming. Ah, God, I'm coming. That's the end of the episode.